Welcome to the Hire With Confidence podcast presented by People To You. There's Spotify wrapped and now there's Hire With Confidence wrapped. Today, we're looking back at our first season and highlighting key insights from each episode. Then, we'll be joined by People To You's CEO, Pat Sharupa, to talk more broadly about the labour hire and recruitment industry moving forward. I'm your host, Rebecca Miller, and on behalf of People To You, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. We will introduce you to some of our amazing people, detail similar workforce challenges other businesses face, discover what opportunities can be created for your company, hear from industry leaders and be inspired to hire with confidence through People To You. So that's what we set out to do in Season 1. Let's take a closer look at some of our interesting guests and what they taught us because, geez, there were a lot of lessons we learned throughout the season. So episode one, four-day week, global co-founder, Andrew Barnes. Our first episode started with a bang. Andrew Barnes, co-founder of four-day week global, discussed current shifts in reevaluating the traditional working week. He explained how it can work in any industry, which is handy as people do you provide workforce solutions for various industries. His main point was that time doesn't equate to productivity and goes on to explore the future of work for businesses and employees. He provides advice to both businesses and employees about how they can best prepare for this change, which is happening right now. But if you're not debating this in your company, you need to be, because your biggest risk is not implementing a four-day week. Your biggest risk is your biggest competitor does it first. Episode 2, Sarah Wiley on Embracing Equity for International Women's Day. To recognise this global day, celebrated annually on March 8, we spoke with Sarah Wiley about her careers across sports and healthcare, emphasising the 2023 theme of Embracing Equity. Drawing on her extensive career in healthcare, plus her long-standing influence with the Richmond Football Club Women's Program, Sarah discusses positive industry changes while also courageously addressing existing gaps. We aren't all created equal. We're all bought into this world, but not everyone. It's not an even playing field across across the board, and I, I witnessed that firsthand. Episode 3, Australian F1 board member John O'Rourke, Part 1. In one of his first public interviews as the newly appointed president of Richmond Football Club, John O'Rourke provides a behind-the-scenes glimpse into Australia's F1 event, focusing on the economic impact through a labour hire lens. He delves into job creation and business involvement. He also commented on the surge in female F1 fans and the influence of the famous Netflix Drive to Survive series. And that's only part one. I'm sure, you know, there's, there's many, many cities that loved, would love to be in our position of having, you know, an F1 and an Australian Open and, and everything else we do right here. Episode four, Richmond Tigers president John O'Rourke, part two. Part two discusses John's immediate priorities for the Richmond Football Club the challenges of succeeding Peggy O'Neill, as well as navigating Richmond's tumultuous 2016 AFL season as a board. Offering insights into the inner workings of Tigerland, this episode is a compelling must-listen for those eager to understand the fabric of Richmond Football Club. You know, the, fa- the foundations, I think, of what made us a good club was started five years before that or even you know, uh, seven years before that. Really, when, when you think about key leaders coming into the club, like Damien Hardwick, Brendan Gale, Blair Hartley coming with Damien in terms of list management. And those people were put into their roles. And I think a credit to the board back in the day was, okay, we're, we're here now to do things differently at Richmond where we're going to stay the course. Episode five, Sally Mifsud from Mifsud Consulting on Indigenous Affairs and Employment in Australia. 
We must note this episode was recorded six months before this year's Voice to Parliament referendum. In this extended episode, Sally Mifsud focuses on Indigenous affairs and offers valuable insights for employees seeking inclusive workplaces, as well as employees keen on understanding Indigenous perspective in the workplace. Covering real-life examples and actionable solutions, Sally addresses key questions about Indigenous Australians and job expectations. There is such a great desire for the First Nations community to to reconcile and be a part of our society. We've always welcomed people into our communities. We always will welcome people into our communities. And I think that the broader Australian community needs to understand that we do want to be a part of Australia and we do want to be a thriving part of Australia. And I think that's key, that word thriving. I think we're here. We're just not thriving yet. Episode 6, Elizabeth Quinn, Culture and Leadership in High-Performing Teams. If you only have time to listen to one episode from the series, make this the one. It is our most popular episode and we've had some great feedback from the lessons within this episode. Lieutenant Commander Elizabeth Quinn, RAN, combines 20 years of Navy experience with leadership coaching for some of Australia's biggest sporting organisations, including Tennis Australia and the Richmond Footy Club. Delving into high-performing teams, Elizabeth explores the crucial elements for successful cultures. As the founder of Clutch Leadership, she shares invaluable insights for enhancing team performance and cultivating a success-driven workplace culture. I think it goes back to what I said about what I've observed about uh, of great company cultures mm-hmm. or great team cultures is, is exactly that, is making sure that you are putting people before performance. Mm-hmm. Performance is extremely important, but the people are the ones who are performing, right? So if you're not getting the people right the performance doesn't follow. Episode 7, Multiculturalism in Sport and Business. Media professional David Davutovich celebrates the multicultural magic of the mighty Matildas at the FIFA Women's World Cup. Drawing from his award-winning podcast, Football Belongs, Davutovich illustrates the impact of multiculturalism in sport on Australian workplaces. This is a great listen for those passionate about building inclusive workplaces and embracing the game-changing potential of multiculturalism. You know, football is a sport that has been underfunded and I think, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. You, you, you get this, you know, football community united and you invest more in it. I, I think it really has the potential to, um, you know, deliver great outcomes for this country and just... Yeah, produce better athletes and and just make Australia a better country. It's awesome to have our Chief Executive Officer, Patrick Schripper, in the studio today. Welcome to the Higher With Confidence show. Thank you, Beck. Yeah, it's great to be here. Looking forward to it. Well, let's talk. You you mentioned the big build before. Are there any good examples or stories you have from 2023 about people to use involvement? Well, we were lucky enough to assist one of the stakeholders on the project in putting together the access stores. So the, if you don't know, um, similar to the airports that you might see overseas, the Metro Tunnel will actually have a set of doors that will be platform side before you even get onto the train. I think it started early part of this year and finished in August. That was a big project. We're moving into a bit of a maintenance phase on that as well to yeah install another body of work so our fitters and trade assistants will be working on that. It's just so great. I was out there early days and then just to see that sort of unfold, you just know in a couple of years when you know we're all going to the footy or just 
moseying around the city, being able to hop on a train just and being able to look at, you know, the doors as an example and be yeah. like, hey, we had a little bit to do with yeah. the Big Build project. And hopefully that then moves into other projects such as North East Link and maybe later down the track the, the airport rail link that's being negotiated at the moment. It's on, it's off. It's a great legacy, as you say. Like, you know, a lot of people are going to walk through those doors and probably not even think twice. But yeah. it would be cool to sort of when it is open and we're riding through the metro metro tunnel but we've had we've played a small part yeah and it's it, yeah it is a bit of a proud moment definitely for the guys um they've done all the work we've just provided what we can to them but they've done all the hard work so shout out to the sort of the people to you fitters and trade assistants that have helped deliver that definitely looking forward to getting them onto more more important projects as well on our wonderful employees just how special are the people within our community oh well i've said it a lot without them we actually don't exist i know it's obviously in our name people to you but without our employees we simply don't exist and it's why we do what we do whether you're working on the metro tunnel project or working in a factory or working wherever you're working at people to you we take i've actually got in my notes again just reiterating the importance of checking in on our staff seeing if they're enjoying their time You've got to enjoy where you're working. Yes. Um, you spend, let's just say, a third to a bit more of your day out there. If you're not enjoying it, what can we do to make it better? Can we help find another opportunity? When I see the numbers come through and we've placed 30 people there and 10 people there and 15 people there, they're great numbers, but are they happy? Are they enjoying it? Are they being listened to? Are they being heard? Do they have everything they need? So they're the sort of things that we think about. Quite simply, without them, you don't really have a business. So, And the flow-on effect of providing our wonderful people meaningful work, you know, what are they doing within their communities and their family and friends? How is that flowing on to them? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Big ripple effect, isn't it? Oh, being able to – I think I, I had a bit of a like a um, – what did I say a few weeks ago where we our job is kind of to help someone – choose what they want to do on their lifestyle whatever it is um it's just yeah it's it's certainly gratifying well said radio so this one's a bit off the cuff yep. paddage but okay. i've got this email in front of me first of february 2023 yep and it's a screenshot from yourself just sending out an all-staff email mm-hmm. and it was a text message sent from one of our great employees to ben tucker yep and it says thanks hopefully see you tomorrow Speaking for myself, and I'm sure the others feel the same, I've worked for so many companies. People to you has been one of the best hands down. Absolutely no complaints at all. It's refreshing to work for a company that actually cares. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, validates what we're doing, um, quite simply. And again, just proud for everyone involved because it's not just myself or it's not just Ben. It's everyone in people to you and what we do. It's just so simple, um, but you can get it so wrong. So I do remember that text message and I know who that is I say it to a lot of people because I have got that feedback and quite simply we're just doing our job if we're working to an EBA quite simply it's just making sure we're paying people on time and paying entitlements and just doing the things that you should be doing if it's getting a call about needing more shirts or whatever it is going out there and delivering those shirts in a timely manner that's all it's about and my one of my focuses for everyone is just try to be reliable yep so whether that's picking up the phone or responding to an email or responding to you know a worker needing something you build that trust in that person 
that text message was just as a result of caring. It's not hard to do. Doesn't take much, does it? No. no. There's been one really valuable client who's come on board with us sort of halfway through this year. Can you explain a bit about their story and their journey that we've had together? Yeah, so this client's based in the northern suburbs. I believe they called us like many of our prospective clients do just to scour the industry and see what might be available. Basically what they do is they've got large contracts within the automotion, uh, automotive industry and they had quite a large contract come through that they needed some, we call it some top-up. Now ideally what we try to do is get in there with top-up and if we can provide you know, um, any other efficiencies, we obviously try to get the majority of the business. And in this instance, we were able to provide, I think initially a couple of staff and gave them the confidence that we can supply. And then we've just been lucky enough to go from strength to strength with them. And they're talking about potentially expanding into state and bringing us on as a partner because we know how they operate. And it's just amazing where a client that we've never had before then comes to us and says, yeah, that's so strange how, well, not strange, but well, they said strange how you've been able to supply 10 to 15 people, whereas previously it's been tough to supply. We've used this client as a perfect example of how we can hone in on our skill set, know what the client wants, and you make their problems go away. Yep. So that's our job really to make a, whether it's a HR business partner or a maintenance manager or supervisor, it's our job to make their life easier because if, if their life's easier, they can deliver. It's incredible as well because it's only been about three or four months, but they feel as if they've been part of the family for a very long time, yeah. that client. Now, it's obviously not all sunshines and rainbows no. in a business, especially as a CEO. Have there been any challenges in 2023? Striking the balance between an abundance of workers and few jobs and an abundance of jobs and few workers. So it's really just trying to, to get that balance. So I sometimes tell the team, if a client comes to us and says, hey, I need a couple of people, well, don't give them two. Yeah. Try and give them a five yep. or as many as you possibly can because what we do know is a customer has come to us with a need. So in that time of need, if they know that there might be another one or two, there's been probably a, a fair over 50% strike rate where someone's asked for something and we've given them more and they've accepted it. Well, it's so hard to find good workers, isn't it? That's and right. Our employee pool is a pretty quality, high quality pool. So Correct. Absenteeism. Yep. I'm sure all businesses out there are like, yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yep. So don't worry. We um, When we get emails or phone calls early in the morning saying, hey, this person hasn't arrived or yeah, this person's arrived late, whatever it is. The first thing I used to think of was, oh, that, that's, that's not good, someone's lazy, someone doesn't care. But if you kind of strip that back in your own life, you, you don't know what people are going through. Correct. Are they going through some tough things at home? Um, are they going just through tough things? Like the world's, you know, interest rates are high at the moment, um, rent is high because of those interest rates. So from our perspective, it's making sure our workers are okay. Are they a right fit for the job? Because we can place someone in there, they can look look the part, um, but they just don't like it. 
So then it's our job to go, okay, well, that's not going to work, but we can probably put you here and then backfill that other position. There is a mental health aspect as well that we look look at now. Yeah, it's when pretty I say, big. Well, when I say now, it's not like we've forgotten about it or haven't looked at it in the past, but it's just something that's quite simply so prevalent in, in society. And that's why we've, we've set up an EAP, so an employee assistance program where confidentially our staff can call in um, and get the support that they might need no matter what they're going through. We're obviously here to, as your employer, but if you need some independent advice, then... Yeah, we're not the professionals in that no, area. But so. we've got your back. Correct, correct. It's, you say it's easy, but it's, it's not. You have a very big job. You've had a, just over a year in the role now. How have you found wearing the CEO hat? I don't like the title sometimes. I just, if someone asks me, what do you do? It's like, oh, I just look after a labour hire company. <laughs> um, just. Just, yeah. Oh, look, it's definitely a satisfying role. I think the satisfaction does come out of low times and high times. Yep. I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I did say at the start that I probably should get out of the weeds, but I don't mind the weeds sometimes. I don't mind being on site or being in the background helping our people on site whatever i need to do to to help the business now we're quite a lean group mm -hmm. so i don't want to show the the team that i'm not you know that person that's hands-on after 12 months in the role and then putting some key learnings in place and then putting some other things in place in preparation for next year i think it's um it's pretty exciting yeah good to be part of uh is there anything else you'd like to put on the record at all not really. I just reiterating again to all of our all of our listeners throughout the year, and obviously back putting this podcast together to put people to you in another medium. Yeah, just thank you for everything from our staff to our clients. Again, I reiterate: without you guys, we aren't a company. Um, looking forward to a big twenty twenty four. Yeah, Merry Christmas to everyone out there, and safe and happy holiday period. Perfect. You've wrapped it up really, really well. Thanks for coming on, Pat. Thanks, Beck. Appreciate it. For one last time in 2023, people to you, people for here, there, anywhere. Subscribe and share and we'll be back bigger and better for 2024. Thanks team. Appreciate you.